We deliver babies, we remove cancers, we stitch up gunshots, we bind up wounds and perform surgeries. So says Bethan Shrubsall, who's one of the BMS mission workers in Chad. Here in the UK, we're very aware that at the moment we're in the midst of fighting an unprecedented pandemic. Generally, despite the noises of the issues and the struggles, generally our healthcare system has coped reasonably well. It's been amazing to see the mobilisation of thousands of new employees and the redeployment of existing doctors and nurses, the building of brand new hospitals with thousands of beds in a matter of weeks, and businesses and universities working together to design ventilators and test vaccines. All of this is made possible in part because we're fortunate enough to live in a country that is well resourced, where there is enough wealth and enough will. The situation is completely different for many people in other parts of the world where there just aren't the resources to do all that we have been blessed by in recent months. It's completely different for the remarkable staff at the Guinebor 2 Hospital in Chad. Despite limited resources, they treat anyone who comes through the doors of their desert hospital, often people who are desperately poor and could never afford the fees for access to a government hospital. As COVID-19 spreads across the continent of Africa, these limited resources are going to be tested in an unimaginable way. Which rather begs the question, what drives the medical staff and our friends, the Spears family included, to joyfully dedicate their lives to looking after sick and destitute strangers? In Genesis chapter 1 we read, God said, let us make humankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God made humankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. Friends, being made in the image of God means that every human has incredible value because they are in some way like God, the created reflecting the creator. This value is not something that we can earn, and nor is it something that we can lose. It's bestowed on the rich and on the poor, on the healthy and on the sick. It is a gift. This wonderful truth is something that is always good to give thanks for. It's always worth marvelling at and rejoicing in. It's something that compelled David in the Psalms to sing, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and with honour. It's clear from the creation account and David's psalm that as image bearers we are loved and cared for by God. This is the case despite our image and the image of all humanity being tainted by sin. We see its effects all around us in broken relationships and broken bodies. This brokenness brings us to the core of the Christian faith. That God loved us so much that he sent Jesus into the world. That he lived without sin amongst us, died on the cross in our place and rose again to bring us back into a relationship with God. In his ministry, Jesus gave hope 
to those with broken bodies by healing the sick. But he also used, uh, he also spoke of a broader healing and ministered to people who might not have been physically sick but were in need of a touch from God. In Mark chapter 2 we read, which is easier to say to this paralysed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to them, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. And he got up, took his mat and walked out in full view of them all. You know, friends, it was Jesus' resurrection that we most clearly, in Jesus' resurrection, that we most clearly see the value of humans as being part of the image of God. We see in Genesis 1.31 that God looked at creation and saw that it was good. That's why healthcare workers at Guinea-Bore 2 Hospital in Chad are so passionate in their care for the physical, psychological and spiritual needs of their patients. It's why that holistic care is integral to the parish nursing work that we undertake here in our community. But the quote that I read to you a few moments ago is not complete, so I want to finish the quote for you. It says, we deliver babies, we remove cancers, we stitch up gunshots, we bind up wounds, and we perform surgeries. We pray for the brokenhearted. We show poor people a Christian welcome, and we see them come to faith in Jesus. We do all of this every day. We do it through the heat and the long hours and the tears. We do it because people here need us and because Jesus commands it. You see, despite the limited resources, the constant demands, the folks in Chad are compelled to follow Jesus' example in loving their fellow image bearers, attending broken bodies, sharing news of God's love, bringing physical healing and eternal hope. In Corinthians, we read, when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory, where death is your victory, where death is your sting. Friends, I hope you'll join me today in asking God to bless the efforts of the Spears family and all those working at Guinea-Bor 2 Hospital in Chad. And that you'll join me too in praying that God may continue to find servant hearts and sacrificial living amongst us too. Amen.